Hello people, welcome to the When in Yorkshire podcast. I hope you're all well and still getting by as best you can. Thank you very much to everyone that's been in touch over the last few weeks. The response to recent episodes have been absolutely amazing, um, especially um, Dave Hawes, uh, TJ from Barstool Preachers and Jess Guys. Um, I'm glad so many of you have enjoyed these. They were they were great to 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 record um and it's brilliant when people get in touch to say that they've enjoyed those or that they've found something new out so thank you very much to everybody that's got in touch there and um, this is episode 43 and features my conversation with diamond dave thompson who is uh, a radio presenter uh, an author and and an all-round delightful human being um, so the first time I met Dave wasn't that long ago, um, and it, it was a slightly unusual situation. He was uh, giving a reading of his book, Here Comes Chaos, which we chat about, um, and he was doing that at my daughter's school. Um, and despite the fact that we've only met a couple of times in, in between then and recording this, um, I, I generally could have chatted to him for hours. Um, and in fact, we did continue to chat for quite some time after recording finished. So during this, Dave tells me um, all about his life in music, um, which has been eventful. Um, he tells tells me about the friendships that he's made with bands, uh, such as previous guests, Therapy, um, his upbringing and love of music, um, and then and then also the heart attack and stroke that effectively put an end to his life on the road, but but which ultimately inspired him to write this children's book. Um, I've put links to where you can buy the book, where you can find out more about it um, and such within the description of this episode. Um, it's herecomeschaos.co.uk. Um, there, there's, there's so much about the story that's that's absolutely charming and we discussed that there there may be sequels and such and it sounds, it sounds like a lot of fun. Um, yeah, hopefully that all comes across in the episode. Um, this is a longer episode, so I'm not going to go on much more. Um, all I say, again, Dave was an absolute delight to chat to, um, very welcoming, and for somebody who doesn't drink hot drinks, makes a very good cup of tea. So highly recommended. If you're ever in the situation where he offers you a cup of tea, take it. It's a good one. So yeah, here is episode 43 with Diamond Dave Thompson. Kind of how you came to the many projects that the many done. projects exactly <laughs> jack of all trades yeah. and unfortunately master of none I don't know, have you, have your own book do you know what so... it is it is and it's just it's it's funny it's been the culmination that book of when i when i got it together it is it's been the most satisfying thing mm. i think i've ever done that's cool. You know, don't, yeah. you know, obviously yeah, getting yeah, married, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> having the life as a foster carer, yeah, you know, yeah. is, but you know, it was brilliant. And I had these basic ideas of why I wanted to write that book. Yeah. And one of the big ones is, is that I have got such a wonderful life now. Mm. I really have. I'm, I'm happier now than I've ever been. And most of it's got to do with that dog. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the dog was changing. I, I, I had my, my heart attack and stroke, 2012. And what happened was, is that I um, was doing some teaching at the time. I was just about to go on tour with therapy. And March 24th, 
2012 is I had the heart attack and stroke. I've been yeah. teaching. I was in a school in, uh, I think it's, it's in, um, where is it? It's down, was it? I keep on wanting to say Jewsbury. It's not Jewsbury. Jewsbury. But anyway, I was teaching yeah. in, a, in a secondary school right. and um, I had the, the, the illness and uh, it's it's like that old one of you know the I'm I'm I can remember the lady saying to me uh you know you're 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 having a heart attack yeah, yeah. And I remember those I remember moments that actual I, moment. I, I remember that actual <laughs> moment and I think I, I I'm I, I'm I'm glad in a way that I was having a heart attack because when she said to me you're having a heart attack yeah. I probably would have had another one you yeah. know I just literally couldn't believe it and. I'd been teaching and then that all happened. And then I, uh, when I got taken to the hospital, I uh, uh, sort of on my way there, I had the stroke and that's when things right. got really, really, really difficult. Yeah. But, you know, I was in hospital for two months. Wow. Uh, you know, at, you know, and, and one of the things that I had to do is I've, I've dedicated the, the book, Here Comes Chaos, to different people. One to the staff and patients at um, LGI, and also to um, the at the the Chapel Allerton uh, Stroke Re- Rehabilitation okay, Centre, yeah. because they were unbelievable. I, I remember I, my good friend Karen was up, was staying up, and I, she'd come to visit me, and um, they sort of told me. I thought this was about after about five weeks of being in hospital. They told me we're going to release you possibly or we're maybe going to send you to another hospital and they said to me when she was with me we're going to you're going to go to hospital for another 3 4 weeks wow. i remember being so upset yeah but it was actually the best thing because i was able to really really work on it and when I, by the yeah. time i came out i was feeling really really good but then sort of a bit of depression sort of came in to me i've i've, ne- I've, I've never had problems with depression much in, in my life but I realized I'd, I'd tried to go back to teach mm. and just happening. couldn't. I, I, you know, I, I used to be a theater studies teacher, drama yeah. teacher. I had no memory. Uh, I couldn't, after my stroke, one of the biggest things that happened to me was that I, I, I lost the ability to make new memories. Right. And it really affected me. Yeah, and yeah. so I did that. And, um, but then the, uh, so I, 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 I tried to do the teaching. Didn't work. I tried to go on tour again. Yeah. With therapy, the the lads from therapy who had worked for on and off since basically 1991. So it was like wow. it was the best that's part about 20. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's it's 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 funny. It's it's with that band. It's one of the the most important relationships I've ever had mm. because it's as strong as it's ever been, and um, you know it was. Like for example, when I was in hospital therapy played at uh i was at, at the time i was at the lgi yeah. and therapy were playing at the um o2 academy okay yeah not which far, is yeah. not just far around, just around the corner. and i remember seeing the lads and uh you know that we were taught they were talking and then uh that we left and it was quite emotional when when, when they left and it was you know because I, I think they were quite shocked seeing me you know yeah and um and then i remember i was walking back and i was just going to go walking back to my room and i remember andy the singer of yeah. the band running back in 
And literally, he, 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 he couldn't speak properly. He was like, you're, go- you're going tonight. You're coming to the gig tonight. You're going to come to the gig tonight. And what my mum, my dear old mum, had done, had had gone to the hospital staff yeah. and said, listen, he's getting a bit depressed here. I'm worried about him. Yeah, His mates are playing across the road. He'd love to go to the concert. <laughs> and of course, I went to the concert my missus, uh, Kathy, and her friend, Laura, they got me in a wheelchair <laughs> and wheeled me across from the LGI up into the uh, into the Leeds Academy. I saw the gig, you know, it was an unbelievable thing. And it just, it's, you know, when you're in hospital that long, it just, it really sort of helped you. And of course, yeah, I, was yeah. ta- I was, you know, talking about my mum there as well. And one of the reasons why I wrote here comes chaos was for my mum my mum was a a big big personality big personality and you know bought me chaos bought me the dog you know and um you know bought me and to then lose her Hmm. you know uh about three years ago to a heart attack and a stroke, the exact yeah. same thing. The oh, reason why I, I, I thought to myself, maybe I could write a book out of this. But then when I lost my mum, mm. I thought, you know what? I'm going to write this bloody book. Here comes chaos. Yeah. But I'm going to dedicate it to my mum because she bought me the, the dog. And, yeah. and it, 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 feel, it, it sounds strange because I, I, I did get really depressed because I thought to myself, I can't teach. I can't go on the road again with the bands because I did. I tried to go on, on, on tour with therapy again and just couldn't do it. Yeah. And I got... It's, it's tough. It's, it's tough, it's a, it's you tough know. Life. It's a tough life. It's not all of the, the no, glitz and glamour that people think. Of yeah. course it isn't, you know. And it just, and it just, and you know, went really... And then I got the dog in... For Christmas. I, I got the dog on Christmas... Christmas Christmas Eve. Yeah. I don't say Christmas Day, but Christmas Eve I got the dog, uh, 2012. And from that moment on, my recovery started. Yeah. It hadn't started at all really before then. It started from that moment because this little dog was just, you know, it got me out of the house. Uh, I'd never had a pet. Right. Okay. Through... So even growing up. Sorry, uh, I, I lie. I did have I did have a pet. I had two goldfish. Okay. One was called Rick. <laughs> one was called Rick. One was called Francis. Okay. After Rick uh, Parfit and Francis Rossi nice. on status quo. Yeah, that was yeah. my first love. And uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'd never had a dog, and it was just an absolute life changer. Yeah. You know, I've got the I've got you know I've got the thank you to my mum. I've got the thank you to the dog, and that's always going to be there. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. So <laughs> let, let's take it back a little yep, bit. Ben. Absolutely. So that's kind of where we are now. That's where we are now. So just for uh, we've we've started rolling. So mm-hmm. for, uh, for anybody who doesn't recognise this man's voice, yes, uh, I'm here with Diamond Dave Thompson. Diamond Dave Thompson. Do you, do you, now? Would you like to know the reason why I am Diamond Dave? Yes, I would. It actually to. goes again to a certain gentleman by the name of Andrew James Cairns from Therapy because when they always called me Diamond Dave, okay, right, and then I um 
Diamond Dave, just because, you know, we, we I was just, I, I thought a wee bit of a diamond geezer and we became <laughs> very good friends. But curiously enough, years later, I um, tried to do some work in comedy and also tried to work for the BBC. Okay. And curiously enough, um, I tried to get paid by my, my, my actual name is Dave Thompson. Yeah or a David Thompson, I couldn't use that name because at the time, the Teletubby, who was purple, <laughs> right? he I got the sack. Yeah. And I literally, months after that, started doing some work with the comedian Sean Hughes on a programme oh, called yeah. Up Late with Sean Hughes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. And... They knew me as Diamond Dave, and from that moment on, it was like almost a professional. Name. Yes, yes, that's his stage. Name. That's my stage name. Lovely. So, <laughs> so where? Let's go right the way back. Yeah, we're, we're in this wonderful room. Yes, which is surrounded by all sorts of of music memorabilia. Music there's, memorabilia. There's a whole load of Kiss stuff. Loads of Kiss stuff. You clearly. That's a big I, love. I, yeah, clearly. Um, that's a big love kiss. I tell you, we've got some Sabbath there. Uh, Noddy Holder, oh. which is awesome. Uh, some therapy, bit of feeder, yeah, feeder. bit of feeder. There, you've got Love you've got feeder. pictures of of myself with Kiss, yeah, pictures with feeder. I uh, pictures with Killing Joke and Def Leppard, and I think that's Five Finger Death Punch. Excellent, all sorts. <laughs> Bring of it over, here. and uh, yeah. So so. Where does this love of music come from? I like to go as far back far as back you can as possibly you... remember. So. I'm thinking for me, yep. and for I ask this question a lot, is car music or what was the first sort of music that you remember hearing that you had a connection to? Very much I can remember. My mum was into rock and roll and my mum was into jiving and uh, doing all that dancing. Yeah, yeah. My dad was 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 more of a jazz man, trad jazz sort of sort of thing. Nice. But I think my because status quo were definitely my first love okay as in yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know you know we, as, as in the goldfish names yes yeah. <laughs> but you know it, the, the, they were the first band that i ever had a record by uh it was and fun and funny because we didn't have a record player for a long time and i was about nine and my first record was actually a triple album uh, i think it was called from the makers of and it was status quo all their greatest yeah, hits yeah. And uh, so for them, it was all the rock stuff, you know, uh, Status Quo, ACDC, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, uh, Kiss it. really came into it. I was, you know, again, with me, it's if a band puts on an amazing show, mm-hmm. whether it be, you know, Status quo, just forgetting the crowd, jumping up and oh, down, yeah, going yeah. banana, or They're full of crowd pleasers. Whether they? it's a complete spectacle and there's explosions yeah. and whatever, that is what it's just, I it's the entertainment love. Views. The, Absolutely, it's the spectacle and the entertainment of absolutely of the, of the event. And it was all you know. I I saw all the bands. My mum and dad again were really really supportive. We moved over from Northern Ireland in 1982. And we moved to a house. Uh, my, my dad had been working um, in England during the week and would fly home every weekend oh, wow. to us in, in Belfast, a place called Lisburn, which is about six miles outside Belfast. And um, he used to fly home every 
weekend, but unfortunately had a bit of an accident where his uh, both of his eardrums uh, completely ruptured during oh, a, 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 a flight. And... Um, he couldn't fly anymore, yeah. uh, you know, f- for good time. So we, you know, decided that we were going to come over. Yeah. And uh, I came over to, uh, as it was just in Berkshire, it was, it was just sort of, just touched, I used to live very close to Ascot Racecourse. Okay, yeah. yeah. It was science yeah. dead posh and, and stuff, but it wasn't. So I just went to a, a sort of comprehensive school at that right. time. And curiously enough, uh talking about music is um you know that's when i really developed my love of music mm-hmm. and chesney hawks okay, was in my it was, was the one yeah. and only <laughs> chesney hawks was uh was in uh was was it was, was in my school and right, okay. so, so so i remember i remember wow. myself chesney uh and a couple of other friends i remember us all going to see bon jovi at the hammersmith Odeon, as it yeah, was yeah. then, on the Slippery Run Wet Tour wow. and all things like that. But I, I mean, I, I loved heavy rock. Yeah, that, yeah. that, I mean, that's, that's, you know, I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you many of the pop bands, you know, at, mm. at that time, you know, because I, though, you know, the, though, I do think pop music was, when I listen to it back now, I think a child growing up in the 80s, I think you'd have probably been yeah. right at the very end of the 80s, maybe. Or, I was or, born 83. I was 83. Born. So yeah. you, you're quite a bit younger than me. So, you know, those pop bands, I also, you know, I think back now, you know, Madness, Duran Duran, mm. uh, Culture Club, you know, Spandau Ballet and stuff. Yeah. I, I realise now how great they were as I well. They were, you know. pushing, they were certainly pushing the limits of what they could Brilliant. do and experimenting. Absolutely. And, then, and I don't know whether it's the industry now that pop bands with the whole manufactured side mm. of things and there's expectations for sales and yep. stuff, they don't get that freedom to... Not at all. And I might be way off. There may be people in pop bands that are going, you're completely wrong, but that's the impression that I get. That but also, if you think... freedom. You know, there was... Those bands, they were selling, you know, millions of records. Mm. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and those 80s bands, you know, you, you, you could have a time where you've got... You know, the top five could be Duran Duran, Culture Club, uh, Wham. Yeah. You know, I don't, you know, but you don't get that at all now. You haven't had that. I think that sort of ended in the 90s, really. Yeah, where, likely, where, yeah. You know, and, but, so when I, I loved music. You know, I was, I was in school. I was, I used to hang around with, um, there was, there was a group of us. Uh, I was seeing a girl called Jenny at the time and uh, she was um there was like quite gothy sort of goth gothy punky sort of crowd okay, of us yeah, yeah. i was a bit of the metaler and uh you know we used to go and see bands together whether it be you know iron maiden or 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 the you know the cure, what, the and cure like and that, yeah. well it's funny because it was around that time almost as big as Loving those original heavy metal bands in the very early 1980s, around the end of the 19, mid to late 1980s, my sort of, I started to see bands that didn't have to have 100 foot monsters shooting fire out of their eyes. It was bands like, you know, there was three of them. And it's funny because I, I, I've become friends with them since uh, the Wonder Stuff. Yeah. 
were one of the first bands and I absolutely adored them when I first saw them. I think they were supporting Big Country. Absolutely, oh, wow. yeah, yeah. absolutely adored them. And then there was bands like Senseless Things yeah. and Mega City Four that made that would that, that that made music that would you, you'd be able to go and see the band, and then afterwards you could have a drink and have a talk yeah. to them. That was the big difference for me. Shows on in a pub, absolutely, and we and did get and, the same. Oh, the same absolutely, thing from and you you would go around, you know, seeing bands three fourths, you know. The amount of bands I saw between, you know, the late 80s, early 90s, it is unbelievable. I mean, how, how, many, how, many, how many bands that I, I saw and I'd used to follow bands around the country, you know, yeah. and, you know, there was a lot, I was really into that sort of Grebo, you know, Poplate itself as well, Carter, yeah, yeah. that sort of thing sort of grabbed me probably a lot more than the heavy metal stuff did. You know, and yeah. that was when I re- when I thought music is just so so important to me. So when so we mentioned therapy quite mm. a lot. So when did that start? Where did well, where do you how did you meet them? I was in a I can tell you exactly when it was. I think it was a Christmas nineteen ninety, and I was in a bar in Belfast called the Limelight. I'd been taken there by my cousin, Nicola, and her husband, well, boyfriend at the time there, husband now, Willie. And we'd seen a band called LMS. Okay. And they were really, really good. Bit out there, really crazy. And then there was a disco afterwards. And I remember they played a song called Meet Abstract by Therapy on the on the uh, stereo, whatever, yeah. you know, the PA. And people were dancing to it, and I literally thought to myself, I have never heard anything like this before. Yeah. And I said, who the God's name is that? And Willie went, oh, that's, uh, that's therapy. <laughs> so there's, there's Mickey and Andy over there. <laughs> and I literally went over and spoke to them and oh, said wow. hello and met them, and they were absolutely off their heads. They were drunk as skunks. And we met each other, and then um, a few months later, they were in uh, London, and they were playing with Babes in Toyland, third on the bill <laughs> to Babes in Toyland. And yeah. I went to see them again, and then I used to go round, used to go and see them here, used yeah. to see them there. I'd I'd gone to, I'd moved to London by that time because I was. Um, at drama school, I went to drama school, the Central School of Speech and Drama, yeah. uh, down at the Embassy Theatre in, in, in Swiss Cottage, and I got there, and you know, n- not with a sort of, I'd been there that's, when I was at Central. You had uh, uh, Catherine Tate, uh, Martin, oh, right. you know, uh, what's his, uh, Martin um, Freeman, Martin Freeman, yeah, yeah. you know, Idris Elba was 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 in all oh. the time, all, all stuff. And I looked at these people and thought, do you know what? They're actors, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm this well shit picker from Belfast who, you know, and I saw so that I, I was going to be a drama teacher, right. you know, yeah, yeah. and um, I'm so glad I did that because, um, you know, I, I stayed there for it was. Five years. I, I I was at I was at Central for yeah ninety one to ninety five. So so you know, stayed there for that time and um, so glad I did because you know 
I, 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 again, when I, I, later on, I did do a little bit of teaching, only for about two yeah. years, but uh, I'm so glad I did it. But, you know, the therapy thing was happening all around then. And at the time, to get to pay for my way to go round... Um, to, to to stay studying because I, I you know my mum and dad uh, my, my dad got ill uh, in 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 the mid nineties and um, you know we didn't have much money so I had to work to pay for myself essentially yeah. to, to to go through my time at Central so what I did is I took a job at a place called the Splash Club which was at King's okay, Cross yeah. which was at the Water Rats yes okay yeah yeah Water and Rats you know it's yeah. you know I I so it was I used to work there. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights for virtually all my time through through college, wow. and you know the bands that I you I saw seen loads of I saw uh, oh, the very very famous Oasis first headline oh, okay, show in right, yeah. L- London. You know was <laughs> was there. I mean, literally Beck. Um, you know, first gigs from him we had uh, Pulp, Supergrass. Uh, I mean. All yeah. those indie bands, absolutely loads of them, I ended up, you know, sort of getting into from yeah, from that from time. And yeah, absolutely. And and, yeah. and so you know, I was going away with on tour with Therapy. I was working for a band called Rub Ultra, who were a crazy mad sort of. Uh, they had brother and sister singers and. Right. Uh, just and you know, they did some amazing tours. I remember doing a tour with Motorhead, and and me having to get back to college, you yeah. know, to, to to try and you know do my studies, yeah, yeah. and then hitch it, you know, get getting up, <laughs> getting on a bus, and you know, going off to yeah. Guildford or going off to Brixton Academy or whatever, being on tour with Motorhead. It was just absolutely mental. Yeah. I mean, and, just being on tour with Motorhead. Oh, was crazy. Just, honestly, so, you see, every time the logistics of getting back to study. <laughs> I have met Lemmy. I had met Lemmy a few, a fair few times. And every time that I did, you know, the way, you know, people, you know, it was like meeting the Dalai Lama. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and it's just because he just, everything he said, you just go, you know, you know what I mean? It was just so, it's just, Lemmy, that's absolutely right. You're absolutely right. You know, and it, you, and, and, and you'd always be looking at yourself and just thinking, I, I, I would, I, cause do you know, one of the things that I absolutely love about me is I never, ever lost the wonder about how amazing music is. Yeah. Despite ever. being around it. Despite being it, around it, yeah. despite being working in it, despite, you know, being on tour with bands and stuff you know, was, you know, I mean, an example, you know, with the Wonder Stuff, who I absolutely adored, you know, full rewind to, you know, 20 years later, I did the eulogy at Martin Jilks, the drummer of the Wonder Stuff oh, oh, yeah. uh, funeral, you know. Wow. And to be able to, th- you know, I've had a th- th- I remember thinking to myself, you know, at, at that time, that if, if I could have seen myself in 1988 at that big country mm. gig that, you know, all this time later, I'd, you know, that these people would be my friends yeah. and these people would employ me or these, it's just, I, I would never have believed you. I loved all that music stuff. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, to be honest with you, if it wasn't for 
some of that music stuff, I maybe wouldn't be in the physical state yeah. that I am right. now because I was an absolute, you know, an animal. <laughs> <laughs> I was, you know, it was, it was weird, great, great nights. We had, um, I, I, I was, I remember living in, in, at the end of the 1990s, I was, I was living in Camden, uh, at, uh, Agar Grove, uh, which is just sort of down the road. We had a fella who living next door to me, uh, called Chris McCormack. Yeah, yeah. Who was from the band Three, Three Colors, Colors Red. Red. And, uh, now, you know, li- yeah, absolutely. And literally, you, you, I, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't sleep for week to week. <laughs> oh, God, Diamond Man, what, come on, let, we'll, we'll go, let's go to the zoo and play, you know, down to the right. Let's go. And, and it just, the party times were absolutely insane yeah i bet but you know I mean, i'm so glad i had it yes but i think it did in later life it did catch up with me it's bound <laughs> just to. a bit it's you know, bound just to. a bit and, you know some of the names that you mentioned i mean even linked link to linked to chris there you know, yeah wild hearts yeah. and stuff i mean they they are known for you know but but they, crazy, hey listen but, but, <laughs> but that but you know what you have as well you know let, let, let's go back go, going back to the book if, with here comes chaos one of the things that I wanted to do was um, I wanted to decide going to be quite a rock and roll story, mm. which I thought it was, you know, therapy are actually in the book. Yeah. You know, they suggest some of the names that, 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 that the, the band should have. But then the last four pages of the book is called rockers raving about their dogs, which you probably <laughs> don't know, but, but it's, it's, we, we got ginger wild heart, yeah. uh, miles hunt from the wonder stuff. Mark from Terrorvision and Darren Reddick from Planet Rock wow. all talked about why their dogs are so important to yeah. them. And like Ginger's one was was just, you know, he's so prolific about his dog absolutely. On, on, on social media. You know, and he it's, literally saved his life a few absolutely times. Absolutely, because it just and it does and 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 and, and he he just that having a dog just has changed my whole outlook of it all. And I just think that, um, I love that. It's, it's probably my favourite part of the book, yeah. is them, what what they wrote. I mean, Miles Hunt uh, from The Wonder Stuff, he wrote a lovely thing about the, um, the, 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 the you know, that, that that's having the dog as his, his bass note, that he can have all the melodies, you know. Nice. Got, you know, you know, do you know what I mean? And, and, and Ginger yeah. was saying, you know, just that it was good for, just for his head. Mm. You know, Mark was, was saying about, he's got a big family and you know, how how that dog is part of the family. Yeah. I just loved it that the way these rockers could be talking about their dogs, but yeah. with such love, with such, absolutely. you know, it's just lovely. Yeah. It's just lovely. Absolutely. <laughs> so in, in terms of then, let's, just, let's talk a bit more about the book then. Yeah. In terms of putting that together. Yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't even know where to start. So what, Again, how, it's an, how did the... it's another therapy thing, believe right, it or okay, not. Yeah. yeah, it's another therapy thing because what 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 we did is I had had an a, an idea that I wanted to make this book uh, to I wanted it to go to to I wanted a, a young person who's maybe nana or granddad or God forbid her parents had maybe suffered a stroke mm-hmm. and that I wanted a child to sort of understand some of the problems that a person can have when they have a, have yeah. a stroke. But I wanted to make it humorous. I wanted to make it that, that, you know, life isn't over. 
Yeah. You know, and it's not over. And, 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 and I wanted to do that. And I think I, I was successful in that. And I think that's what people really love about it is that it's, you know, it's a lovely story about a dog and how it got a silly name, but it's, it's, it's also, if I could say that, you know, having a stroke has defined me in a way, but it's not all negative. Yeah. Because I think it that's, really made that's me really important. But I think it really made me realize how important life is and how great it can be and and, mm. and how, you know, I live in I live in Yorkshire now, you know, and and, and I, I I get to walk my dog in the most beautiful places, you know. I mean listen, you know about me and Whitby, you yeah, know. Yeah. It just you know, I, I if 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 you that, that that walk between Sands End and Whitby when the tide's mm-hmm. out and I've got the dog and I've got my missus and the wee fella and the dog and I'm walking from that, yeah. you know, in walked it that on, is on the beach just, or along or by the on the, the on the beach is, is, yeah. is perfect. But sometimes if it's the golf course, sometimes as well, that That's, can be lovely as well. But it's just, you know, it's just that was, lovely. That was, I, I lived in Sunsend for uh, oh, ten years, so that wow. was my to get. That was my to get to, to get um, home. Well, yeah, to get home or to get to you know civilization. Yeah. I guess to, to get I into Whitby. Whitby. You see, Whitby. Go, yeah. You see, if, if I go back to my story again about, about you know, it, it, there's even a story in about how me getting. I, I got married in Whitby, right? Yeah, because I. <laughs> Water, I think, is such an important. I think the sea is such an amazing thing, and it's just it's big, isn't it? It's big, and it's just it's always <laughs> there, it. and it just it comes in. But I, I, I honestly think Whitby and and that that coastline is it. It can be pouring down with rain, as it often is. As it often is, <laughs> but it's still as beautiful. As if it's in the most, it it always changes. Yeah. It's always different, and I absolutely adored it because, you know, I just I, I, I got married in. I've got a bit of a story to tell you about. Because yeah. I, 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 I actually met my wife in Sri Lanka. Obviously, as you do, <laughs> as you <laughs> we'll, do. I'll remember to come back. To I come that. back to that. that. You know, I'll you know, tell you now. I, I I ended up going there by sort of total accident. <laughs> And my, there was a, I went with the a girl. <laughs> yeah, got the wrong train. I was supposed to turn left, yeah. turned right, and it was Sri Lanka. No, what it was is that the, the tsunami happened. And myself and my work colleague, Roisin, were originally going to go to uh, possibly Mexico. Right? right? Yeah. Then the tsunami happened on the, the Christmas time of... Yeah, whichever, Boxing Day. Boxing Day, yeah. you know, whenever it was. And... We had been told about Sri Lanka and that they were really struggling. And, and the, I remember the, the person at the travel agent said, listen, you, that's a place to go. It's a beautiful place to go. I've been there, but also they need your money. They need you to try and, you know. So I ended up, I ended up going to Sri Lanka instead. Right. My wife was the exact same thing. She was traveling with another uh, friend of hers, Ruth, and myself and... um Kathy got together whilst, you know, hanging off, you know, going, going to elephant sanctuaries, you know, yeah, yeah. And, 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 and just in, in, in a Amazing place. Amazing experiences. 
I see as you've got older, have you, are you a spiritual person? I don't mean spiritual as in, as in, as in religion. Are you, are you quite a, yeah. Yeah. You, you, I'd like you, to say, I'd like to think I am. Because I don't think I particularly was until I went to Sri Lanka. Right. And I started to see the nature of the beauty in nature and stuff like that. And then when I was traveling around, I, I fell in love with Kathy, you know, and she was the same. We both loved the place and it was just absolutely brilliant. And, um, so, so we ended up, you know, getting together and then, um, very, very soon after that, I sort of had quite, quite a difficult time because, um, we talked about Martin Jiltz, the drum from the owners. Yeah. Martin died in, in an accident and I had a real, a bit of a fallout with, with Sean Hughes, the, 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 the comedian, comedian yeah. I used to work for. And I was really, really lost and I thought to myself, I was working in a, in a, I was doing teaching because I, I, I was a little bit tired from, from, from touring around and I didn't want to be away from Kathy mm. to, you know, for two months at a time, because even though I only saw her every other weekend or whatever, I didn't want to be, be away, but we, um, sort of, I was teaching at a school in, in, in Shepherd's Bush, uh, just, just right next to Queens Park Rangers football stadium. And it was really, really difficult, difficult job. There was a, there was a lot of really, it was a really difficult school. And, um, I just thought, do you know what? I can't cope with being, I'd, I'd just gone round Sri Lanka, yeah. met Kathy. We then went to Thailand. I kept on coming up here and thinking, do you know what? This place is, re- there's something lovely about Yorkshire. Right. There's something, you know, I've actually got a, a little bit of Yorkshire in me. My, my uh, grandmother was, was from, from Yorkshire and, and had come over, uh, you know, in the 1930s and had, uh, had never, had never gone back and, right. and, and okay. never, never visited, yeah. uh, Yorkshire again, you know, because, because of stuff that had happened. But she, you know, I've got a bit of Yorkshire in me and I remember, you know, when I, when I came Feeling up here, got a connection. Yeah. And it's just that Yorkshire is just, you know, it, it, it is, it's so by far the greatest part of, I think the greatest part of England. I think the only yeah. place that comes close is possibly maybe Cornwall and, 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 and Devon. I think. Okay. I can see, you the, know, can see the link. Yeah. Again, the, again, you yeah. know, I lo- again, it's because, because of the coastline. Mm. I, I love coastlines, yeah. but then you, 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 when you're in Yorkshire, you can be in Leeds and then you can be in the most amazing, beautiful countryside in an hour. Yeah. You can travel to the coast in an hour. Yeah. You know, and you can just be to these amazing places. And I just think, oh, I, I couldn't go back now to, right. to, to London. So how how did Whitby, how, well, what was your first Whitby experience was just, Whitby, Do you know what I think, it was ju- I think we just loved going there. I think it was Dracula. I think, I think it was, I think there right. probably was. You, I think it probably, I think, well, oh, there's <laughs> definitely some goth in me. You know, Bella Lugosi, right. Bella Lugosi's yeah, yeah, yeah. dead and the bats have indeed left the bell tower, <laughs> as Bauhaus used to say. But, you know, I think I had that roll right the way back to school time and had that dark sort of thing into it. And do you know what I really love is that, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a foster care and I a job and the wee fellow that lives with me, he's got a bit of that. Brilliant. He loves that dark yeah, yeah. Sort, of, sort of thing. And I just fell in love with it. And it's just all the little nooks and crack crannies all around around Whitby and, and the um 
you know, you know, you, you go up to Sands End or you go to, to Robin Hood's, Robin you know, Bay, yeah, all yeah. those places are yeah. just absolutely incredible. And it's just, you know, I would never, you know, the way people would like, would like to live in, I don't know, like to live in America or like to live in whatever. I think Yorkshire, because when it's sunny, it's absolutely beautiful. In the springtime, it's wonderful when you see all the flowers going around. It's yeah. absolutely beautiful. The autumn, I love the colours. I love the I love the thing. And in and the winter, you know, if you get a lo- there's is there anything better than a lovely, lovely cold day? And that's <laughs> you know that's what I think you get. Yeah. You, but you, you get that in Yorkshire much more. You, you get the cold. <laughs> <laughs> I can see. I tell you, freeze the bollocks off you. I tell you. But no, it's just, it's just, I just love that about the weather. Yeah. And it just, and I love that about Yorkshire. And I just love that, 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 that. Do I think there's a big connection as well, you know, to Yorkshire and Northern Ireland? Because I'll tell you what it is, is that it's one of the two places in the world where you will sit on a bus and someone will talk to you. Yeah, yeah. Whether you want to or not. Whether you want it or not. I mean, I I swear to goodness, every time I bring the dog onto the bus, it is just, they're just, you know, (laughs) I I barely have to look after someone's just gone, oh, your dog, can I have something to your dog? You know, and it's just absolutely wonderful. I I get, I get that a lot because I lived in London for 20 years and I, I, I didn't even, I didn't even know my neighbours. Didn't know who they yeah. were, you know, never did. And I love that about Yorkshire. Really do. Awesome. So, <laughs> you see me. Well, no, why it, why you see with me when I'm talking it. when I'm talking <laughs> I I'm I'm of the uh of the of the of the thing of you know, why use one word when you could probably use about a thousand. Absolutely fine by me. Um, so last thing on the book yes. for me, question who illustrated it? Because it's beautiful. It, it's brilliant. A fellow called Ian Coburn did it. And what it was is that Ian Coburn is married to Sarah. Now, Sarah is the person who sort of runs the therapy website and sort of fan pages and stuff like that. Okay, right. And yeah. that's where that connection came Even in. Even more therapy links. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you can't get away from them. You know, you can't. What's the question mark, Wayne? Stop the question mark. No, but it's, the, the, <laughs> no, but it's just the, the way that, you know, it, there was a real connection there. And um, I just, I was amazed how the, the job that he did, and he was brilliant yeah. because he 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 he, he literally um, had come to me with, with with different ideas of you know what it was going to be, uh, what it was going to look like, and I I saw. Do you remember Fred Bassett? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that was a cartoon that I had sort of grown up with when I was a wee boy, and I wanted the the sort of I wanted there to be a, a feel of a mixture between Fred Bassett and S- Charlie Brown, you know, Snoopy okay, and, yeah, Peanuts. Yeah, and Peanuts. I yeah. wanted that vibe. I wanted yeah. that. The, the, you, you know, the way in, in drama you would talk about a, a personification mm-hmm. when you would give an animal 
characteristics. characteristics. Yeah, yeah, and I wanted to do that. Yeah. I wanted chaos to be frowning Absolutely, at certain yeah, yeah. things or giggling or, you know, dreaming about sausages yeah. or whatever, you know. And I want, I really wanted that. And um, I absolutely, he got it spot on. Now we're in the stage of now, we've done this book, you know, here comes chaos and we've told the story, which is, listen, it's not a hundred percent of what, how chaos yeah. got her name because, you know, it, it, people there's didn't, you know, they've got their poetic yeah. license there. But what we're thinking of maybe doing now is, are we going to do, you know, I want to know what more. happens next. Absolutely. Well, there has been talk the of, you see, because we had chaos at the thing, yeah. you know, chaos at the seaside, chaos at the thing. Yeah. The one, now the next one that I've got in my mind is chaos and the Churwell kidnap caper, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. And what I sort of wanted to do in my mind is to get chaos, there is, is there's going to be the, the Churwell dog show. Churwell is obviously yeah. where we live. Yeah. And there's going to be the Churwell dog show. And I want chaos. The dog is going to be... Like the great hope. Uh, you know, this this beautiful... I don't know, this beautiful uh, lassie-looking dog. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who's like the surefire winner. I can just imagine that dog being kidnapped and <laughs> the Churwell kidnapped Caper. And so, and, and so basically that dog's going to be, and I want chaos with all the other local dogs yeah. to be, you know, helping out and to find. So a bit, a big, a big detective book, bit, basically. Of course, awesome. you know, I'm a big fan of, you know, I'm, I, I, you know, I, I love what's the, the death in paradise. Yeah. I'm yeah. a big fan of that, yeah. you know, so, you know, but I, that's, that's if, if, if it comes off, you know, that's the sort of direction I'd like to like to go in with it. That sounds know. ace. Yeah. yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'll read them. That sounds amazing. Oh, sounds I like, absolutely I like, I, amazing. I, listen, I've, I have to say, I've always liked you. I've always liked you, honestly. I've seen you many a time when you've been when you've been walking around the streets and I've always thought he's an awful nice fella. I mean, <laughs> you see, it's so funny because when when we did the book, is you see that impression there? Yeah, yeah. Do you know who that that is? My mum, right? Okay. And my, that that it, my mum used to be like that. And she, I, I remember, I remember when uh, I remember my mum. One of the things that I, I really love is that my mum, my mum died in uh, March, and the wee fella who lives with us uh, moved in uh, on, on the week before Christmas. You know? Right. Okay. And yeah. my mum came over in February. Right. And got to meet him. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things, you know, that, that, that was really important. But I remember her just got, looking at him and just going, Oh, oh, David, oh, my, oh, David, he's a, he's a, oh, he's so, he's so handsome. Oh, he's so <laughs> handsome. Oh, look at him. He's so absolutely handsome. Oh, God, he's, he could be, he could be, honestly, he could be a film star. He could be a film star. <laughs> no, it looks like that. And I love the fact that they were able to meet and yeah. stuff, you know. And and the little guy, I shouldn't really say his name, but no, the, no. the little guy, uh, you know, took the picture that's in the book. Yes, yeah, You yeah. know, did all those things. He, he films videos for us that we're going to do, you know, for the Facebook page nice. and all that shenanigans. So it's lovely that they've been able to bring It's a whole family and, affair yeah, there. Absolutely. That's amazing as yeah. well. That, that, that genuinely adds to it. And, yeah. You know, the, the first... 
the first that I was the first time I met you, and you know, my first introduction to Here Comes Chaos um, was you know was at the school, um, and it was a, it was a great reading, and it was oh. it was a no, it was genuinely it my was Glastonbury, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was. Um, oh my it, goodness! It, it, it was really bizarre, though, because you know that was an absolutely packed school hall, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. primary school hall. You know, all adults. The school, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the school yeah. weren't expecting that many adults oh, to have come and, and listen it. about the importance of reading, which mm. you know, I'm a hundred percent behind. Yeah, um, and my daughter loves reading. You know, she she's read far more in the last month than I have in the last five years shamefully on me but <laughs> she's just i can't get it's her just, to put yeah. books down which is great um but then it was a real nice treat for for you to then come up and and, and, and give us the reading yeah, of here yeah, comes chaos yeah. and that, that was my glass it was really, honestly and i've been doing that as well it's, it's been brilliant because I've, I've been doing that um at some different schools, I was in a, I was in a school last week in Dewsbury yeah. uh, for for International Book, uh, book Day, yeah. uh, and it was lovely to be and the, and these children, you know, were, were, there was a, like a question and answer session, and these children were talking about my book and and talking about and then and then and then the teacher uh, was uh, it was just so kind of because he, he sent me uh, the the children at the school had written about about the about the book oh wow and, and it just yeah. i swear the, the one thing in my mind it's, it's happened a few times it's funny once it happened at at, at at churwell was uh which is the school that the, the, the boy I, 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 you know who lives with me is at and a kid had heard the the, the, the story mm-hmm. and had gone home and he was also a looked after kid as well so he was also a fostered kid and had drawn his own version of what the cover should be, just oh, well, totally, just yeah, just, just decided that's what he was going to do, and it was just, and it was lovely, yeah. and and the, also we, what we've because the book, I mean, the book, listen, it's not, you know, it's not going to be a million seller, but it's it's be, it's being read in sixteen different countries. Wow. I sent it to sixteen countries. That's amazing. All myself, that's it's gone to China, it's gone to America, it's gone to Canada, it's gone all around Europe, it's gone to you know. Uh, up in Scandinavia, you know, wow. maybe it's only one copy yeah. for each thing. Sure. And, and listen, and a lot That's of it amazing. is a lot of it is because of the music vibe, yeah, yeah. you know, and and, and whatever. Uh-huh. And and a lot, I know a lot of therapy fans, you know, have bought it. But even, you know, just just just, I could not believe that. You know yeah. that, it, that that it went to all these all these places. Yeah, that's amazing. Another great thing that we do as well. I, I've got to show you them sometime. Is that I get um, I've got a copy of the book, uh, which was the very first. It was the the test pressing yeah. of the book, and I I, I just one of the some of the colors were, were a little bit out. There were some some things uh, that weren't quite right, so we couldn't use it, and mm-hmm. we had to do do the changes. And um, what I, what I've done is with that copy, is I go and I'm getting bands uh, to sign it okay, and to yeah. talk about their dog. So, so for example, you know, um, Miles Hunt from the... Miles, yeah. who's obviously done it, uh, and even Therapy's done all the Therapy Lads who signed it. There's a band called uh, uh, Amel and the Sniffers, um, the, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Carl Barat, oh, yeah. uh, Clutch... Yeah. You know the the great yeah, stoner yeah. rock band who yeah. who you know I, I I was able to give them you know each a copy for their kids you know and they and and I've got, I've got all brilliant. these people you know Jim Bob Jim Bob you know we're talking about Jim Bob from Carter and Subtle Sex yeah, yeah. you know 
him just writing a little note about it uh also because what's that band called oh they're absolutely brilliant they did a uh decent days and nights was their song i've got I'm, I'm, oh they played in leeds recently Sorry, I can't no, remember their name. No. Uh, they, they did the Hounds of Love. The old Kate Bush song was their big hit. Future Heads. Future Heads. Yeah, yeah. You know, and this guy had seen the book and 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 wrote about his dog oh, in there. Uh, the the the, the, uh, the bank called the Super Suckers. Eddie. Yeah, yeah. Eddie Spaghetti. He wrote this big thing about his dog. You know, Excellent. I just loved it. It just it just it's got really, a real connection. Yeah, people. It's just yeah, lovely. Yeah. It's really really good. Amazing. Well, yeah. Thank you very much for your time. Thank I, you. I'm sorry. I, I just go on. I'm like a, I'm like a spinning top. I you set me off, and I swear to God, it's funny because I would do I do this because I, I do a radio show now and and uh, and just record it up here. And I those ones that I, I just, literally I now force myself to not speak. Yeah. I like play three songs in a row and then I'll say a little bit. This is coming to the... Because you see, if once I get going, I'm like... Seventeen hour radio I get that from my mom. But listen, it's been lovely speaking to yeah, you about you it. you too. Absolutely. And I look forward you know, to I'm able to, I'm able to say about, about the website. Yeah, absolutely. Is that okay? Listen, I've got this written down here in my card because I don't... You know, I'm, I'm not very good at remembering things. But, you know, if you... um. Would like a copy of the book? You can go to www.herecomeschaos.co.uk, or we're on facebook.com forward slash herecomeschaosbook. And if you've got any questions, well, hello at herecomeschaos.co.uk. <laughs> there Thank is. you so much for speaking to me. I've really enjoyed it. That's been ace. Thank you very much. <laughs> What am I like? There you go. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, Dave was absolutely brilliant to chat to. And again, I honestly could have gone on for hours there. Um, check out his radio show. It's it's great. Um, check out the, the book. Pick up a copy. Um, it's beautifully illustrated, as, as mentioned by Ian Coburn. Um, and links to his site are also within the description of this episode. Um, although Dave hasn't released any music himself... Um, he has given a couple of tracks to be added to the playlist, which he has a connection with. So check that out. That's on Spotify and just search WIY podcast within the playlist selection. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. I hope you enjoyed that. Please share with anybody that you think you think might enjoy it. Um, and if you have access to iTunes and search, please give us a rating. Um, it all helps to just spread the word um, and, and get more and more guests on. So, yeah, that would be absolutely amazing. Um, I'll leave you now. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day, um, whatever it is that you're doing. And good night.